This is Carbro's podcast episode 64. The big 64. The big mm-hmm. 6-4. Like a drop top Impala. If I, f- I feel like 64 is an important number, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm actually it's not. <laughs> 65 <laughs> is a big number though. It's what? just a number that comes up a lot. Yeah, just one mm-hmm. more episode and then we can retire, I think, right? Officially. Oh, yeah. Start 64. collecting that Nintendo social security. Yeah. yeah. It seems important, but it's not. So welcome back. Thank you for being here. Um, we're still sheltering in place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the saga. It's been extended. We're about to come out. Yeah. The saga mm-hmm. continues. Um, in our new format, we are, and we'll probably, I don't know, we might do a little of this in the future, even if we go back to live streaming or whatever, but we are posting the content, some of the content of these podcasts on our Patreon ahead of time and letting people comment on them and throw them in there. And that, bring some of the audience interaction that we're missing out on back. Mm. So if you want to get in on this hot podcast interaction, consider signing up for our Patreon. You can Google Carbro's Patreon or there's a link in the description below. Come on in. Um, it's pretty fun to get some interaction. And I think that's all up front. Shit. I saw Jay Leno's Garage announced oh, right. a new season. Yeah, wasn't there like a, a teaser? That yeah. we, we were not in. <laughs> we're not in the teaser. They're, they're holding we, their cards close to their chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, presumably that's the season that we're going to be in. So If we haven't been know. dropped to the cutting room floor. Yeah, if they haven't just fucking scrapped the whole bit. If we are going to be on that show, it will probably be in the next six months. <laughs> yeah, I think it said so. May 20th is when it is when it starts. Oh, that's the debut. They'll probably open so, yeah. with our segment. Yeah. Um, so. no, they, were, they were showing like the, the him and the cyber truck. It's yeah. like the main like sizzle yeah. reel using. Yeah. That's the sizzliest one. Man, man, imagine if we had showed up like when, like right when like Elon was leaving. Cross uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, the episode. Yeah. <laughs> the episode is about futuristic cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drug induced design. <laughs> and kind of speaking about yeah. Jay Leno, uh, just because I think when we were there, like Ford versus Ferrari was just coming out in theaters. And I remember you like even yeah. talked talked to him about it, and he was like, it, "Oh yeah, I'm real good friends with Matt." Out. Yeah, like we were like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, this guy like fucking knows everybody." But I finally, I finally watched it last night. I, I bought it at when I was at Target the other day, and saw it for the first time and I'm not very familiar think? with the whole story of, you know, the building of the four GT and stuff like that. Yeah. So it was all, it was all new to me, but it was, it was good. I liked it. Uh, I don't think it is as good a racing movie as that movie rush was just cause the rivalry between Nikki Lauda and, you know, was a better story in my opinion, but, uh, uh-huh. it was good. It was just nice. Like it was a good break from reality because normally I've just uh-huh. been watching shit on Netflix that like, or rewatching a lot of stuff. So it was just good to see something new. Mm-hmm. a good feel-good story up until the end of the movie which i was not bro don't was, ruin it I still, I'm, not, I'm not saying anything but uh, it brings you back Spoiler. to reality in a harsh uh, way okay i'm sure most of our audience has seen the movie already but yeah yeah um, i still have not seen yeah, it it's definitely on yeah, the list like yeah like i watched that movie and i but i 
I saw it in theaters and it was good, except I knew the entire story. Right. Yeah. So it's just yeah. like, oh, like, how is this going to like, how are they going to portray gonna the story that I right. already know? Yeah. I don't know anything about the story. Yeah. I feel like now I want to watch uh, what was the Adam Carolla documentary he did about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He has like a handful of them. They're all yeah. on. Netflix I feel like digging right into those now and just getting like a more in depth, like historical point of view rather than yeah. Hollywood blockbuster. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think when we went down to L.A. to film, the movie had come out th- like that week. Probably, or yeah. Or it was like going to come out. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like a little bit before Thanksgiving, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I oh yeah, that's right. Um, it was around Thanksgiving. And I was trying to like make conversation with Jay. And I was like, <laughs> oh, this is like a good... Yeah, this is like mm-hmm. a good topic. Just a couple of car guys. Yeah, you yeah, excited about like, this movie? And he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." yeah. And so I was like, "Are you are you gonna see Ford versus Ferrari?" And he was like, "I saw it six months ago. I saw it six months ago." He was like, "I saw it with Matt." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just you like, gonna, you thought he was gonna like roll up to the AMC and his Duesenberg. Yeah, yeah I he was like, "Yeah, I can't wait to see it." Once the lines die down, like, no, I watched it. In, I watched it in Matt's living room. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that's right. I'm a peasant, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know how to relate to you." Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was pretty funny. Maybe they'll put that in there. Yeah, they'll put my, they'll put, my they'll put my goof. Um, Okay, so this this may not age well with this podcast, but if you are listening to this in the future, right now we are in the middle of a pandemic, mm-hmm. and it has been recommended that people wear a face covering Only outside. Recently, well, now pretty, it's, pretty recently. Now, at least where Garrett and I live, now it's mandatory. It, they said that starting like May, like next week, it's mandatory if you're out in public, be wearing a mask. Okay, so that's fine. You know, it's like, sure, wear a mask in public, and that's already something that's kind of common in other parts of the world um, when you're sick or worried about it. Or but, you're like face to face with someone on a train or something. Yeah, you're like, you're like smushed, touching bod. You're like <laughs> smushed up against each other in a busy, like five o'clock subway commute. <laughs> But people here don't have experience with it, apparently. <laughs> They're and, wearing it like jogging in the park. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, tr- I don't, I'm not trying to put anyone down with this, but like, is there a weaker look <laughs> than being alone in your car mm-hmm. <laughs> with the windows up wearing a mask? Like, like is there like a sadder? Got to make sure your AC uh, vents are closed. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, you're like recirculating the air in your like bubble car <laughs> and you still have a mask on. <laughs> you never know, bro. <laughs> well, you never know. <laughs> it's like I see these people driving past like windows up. Still with the mask. The only defense I can give them is that they're just too lazy to take it on and off each time they think it's gotta be. Maybe it's like Yeah, the only fitted I think the only acceptable thing is if you're like a delivery driver or something. So you're constantly getting in and out of your car like Yeah, you're in and out of your car. Yeah. Yeah. No, these are people just like sitting at a stoplight Uh in my in my like (laughs) SUV in my Prius. Wearing my mask. Yeah, there's people around here because I live in a pretty like bike heavy town, and people b- 
bike with masks on. It's just like, it's crazy. It's crazy to me. They're mm-hmm. around nobody, but I don't know. I mean, I guess you, I guess you play that how you, <laughs> yeah. you play that how you choose. <laughs> but yeah, the car mask look is uh oof. I don't know. I don't know about that one. Okay. Um, sorry for anyone who I've offended. <laughs> <laughs> Carbros listeners are known for wearing masks and cars by themselves. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so one other thing that this has been on the list for a while, but is this from Craigslist? Oh, this is yes. like a this is a this is a Craigslist <laughs> gem. Mm-hmm. We've had, we I, found it quite a while ago, but yeah, it's yeah. from a while ago, but but I would so call so it so it's a, probably not for sale anymore if you're yeah, sadly. I'll call it a timeless experience. Mm-hmm. Um, here, here it is. This, this is it in its entirety. <laughs> and if you're if you're audio only, it's an S class Mercedes 06. 06. So, like, a pretty attractive body style, but it's like it's a big Benz Black. and it is just mm-hmm. fucking slam <laughs> sitting on that ground slammed it is sitting on bump stops it's like yeah. frame <laughs> it is laying, this thing is laying on the ground and it looks pretty sick mm-hmm. i mean I, it's a good it's look a, there's no getting around <laughs> it's not a bad first of all we need to address it looks pretty good <laughs> i don't i don't mind it but then he mentions that it needs air suspension work. <laughs> and so we may have uh, <laughs> found the root of the problem. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that it's parked in essentially a dirt yard. Yeah. And it's it's $1,600. <laughs> <laughs> $1,600. <laughs> oh, man. That Damn thing it. like rolled off the assembly line in Dusseldorf or whatever. That, that thing's like cheap enough where you just like buy it and like change the wheels and just leave it like in your yard. Oh, that guy's fucking balling. Uh-huh. Yeah. Never, never drive it. I'd drive it like that. That thing doesn't need air <laughs> suspension work. Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that thing looks sick. I'd say the work is already done. <laughs> yeah, I think he did the work <laughs> by letting all four shocks essentially collapse on themselves. But yeah, it runs good. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you could just you could just blast that thing into <laughs> speed bumps and shit. Uh-huh. Who cares? Sixteen hundred dollars? Uh-huh. You can't even find a clean Civic for sixteen. I bet you could have got it for twelve hundred. I know. I was gonna say <laughs> yeah. if it's still for sale, you could just use your Trump bucks and just mm-hmm. take it yeah. off his hands. Yeah, that's a cool G waiting to happen. <laughs> Roll up in that thing. I mean, is there a more exciting purchase? Actually, I'm gonna double check and see if that thing is uh, <sighs> still there. Yeah, I have a feeling it's not. Is it like, would there be, remember how we always joke about like, you tell your friends you bought a new car and then you like show up and it's a Chevy Sonic or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at some point, it, <laughs> yeah. this is probably the most exciting, like, I just bought a new car and you roll up thing. Uh, no, I don't. You I don't, scrape up. No, nah, it's not there. There's a, there's a, there's a nice example for a four grand, but not, it's not that one. God, these cars are cheap. Yeah. Damn. Pretty wild. Anyways, yeah, this one, oh, it's salvage title. Though. Sorry, folks. <laughs> we were, Sorry, we were too late on this one. Another lucky buyer. <laughs> yeah, somebody else got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to talk about high octane gas. Um, because I have you ever used it in your cars? I don't uh, just at I the have. track. Like when yeah. we did that. Like yeah, when oh, we yeah, did that track day, I, I had like a half a tank of ninety one, and I probably put in. 
uh, you know, I filled it up with what whatever's at the track. I can't remember, like one hundred one. Yeah, it's like something. it's like a hundred unleaded yeah. or something. Yeah, like a, yeah, they have a few different ones. It's like ninety one is their like regular. Right. Did you notice a difference, John? Uh, I I think I did, but like I could drive. I drive the Subaru so infrequently, yeah. that it's hard to tell. Like, and especially because yeah. like I'm driving it at a track when you're just going balls to the wall. Yeah, anyway, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, the few times, well, first of all, it's just it's super rare. I mean, in California, ninety one is the premium yeah. option, and some places have a hundred at the pump. I don't even know if I've um, ever seen that. Yeah, it's like there's one pump in Sacramento. And I think there's some in the Bay Area. It's very rare. It's yeah, ex- it's like, it's like, it's like exceptionally one every like 300 rare. stations. Yeah, yeah well, it's exceptionally rare. Well, a couple of our patrons wrote in about this. Um, and Fleming Flemingston is one Sup, of them. Fleming. He's the only one I think that lives in California. But he says, sup, bros. Race gas seems to be quite common around where I live, Southern California. A surprising amount of gas stations sell Sunoco 100 octane, even if they're a Chevron 76, et cetera. Yeah. So the one place that I know of that's up here is uh, like a Chevron or something. Like they clear the owner or I don't know how it works, but they clearly just decide to carry that. And it's one pump and it's 10 bucks a gallon. Um, So it's like. It's wild. It's crazy. Did, didn't there used to be places that would sell it like in like a can? You can still like buy, buy it. You, yeah, you can like buy you, five you can gallon cans of it. Right, right. And you, and you have to go like, to like dump. the speed shop. Yeah. yeah and you have to like dump five, you know, funnel. And then <laughs> it's just <laughs> annoying because the thing that I was thinking about is like probably any performance car in the last, I don't know, 20 years is going to be able to take advantage of up to like 95 octane mm-hmm. or something like there's it's not it's not a mind-blowing difference but the few times i've run it in the m5 it's like the throttle response is way different it's way snappier you, it's like you can tell you can tell but it's not worth driving yeah. 30 miles out, <laughs> out of, of your way. way yeah and then it's paying <laughs> like three times the amount of you know per gallon hey, yeah Paying three X and then commuting back on my expensive <laughs> gas, just <Yeah>. like <laughs> cruising on the freeway, burning through it. So I feel like if it was around, I would probably do it pretty often. I yeah. think if it was a, uh, even if they just had ninety five at the pump, and it was like six bucks, I think I would do that quite a bit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's kind of a shame. It's it's too bad. It's it's too bad it's not around there. Because putting ninety one in a car that is like brand new and performance oriented, like, yeah, sucks. Well, it's weird because when I first got the STI in in two thousand seven, like I was reading through the manual, and in the manual it says ninety three octane is recommended, but it will. Yeah. It they're like it's it will run on ninety one because obviously right. they know that California is you know an outlier, yeah. but uh. It's weird like that. Yeah. Yeah. They're almost all tuned for 93. Yeah. And then they can take advantage of a little more because you're just like modifying timing essentially. Well, like a lot of like new cars, like they even have like separate horsepower ratings. Oh, yeah. It's like the, it's like the the whatever. If you put 91, it's a 350 horsepower and then it's like 325 on 87 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They let you run all the way down to. Right. Yeah. They just. 
85. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just too bad. It's too bad. That it's, ten, it's essentially $10 a gallon. And so it is way outside of your just like, oh, I'm going to like treat myself. Right. You know, <laughs> amount of money. Yeah, it's a little. Like you're going to get some Froyo. Yeah, it's not like Froyo. It's like a big investment <laughs> just to have like <laughs> slightly better throttle response. So I don't know. It's too bad. Yeah. It's too bad. Yeah. A couple That's of other, our other patrons, like Carl, Carl Bernstein. What's up, Carl? Up, Carl? He, he wrote in and he says, greetings from a state with good gasoline. He's like, 93 Oof. octane is available everywhere here. I forgot where he lives, like what state he's in, but. I think it's, I thought it was Pennsylvania. Maybe. Yeah, I think it's, Maybe it's, it's somewhere northeast. Massachusetts yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah, and then he says, trackside, you can buy 100 and 110 via VIP fuels. Damn. Yeah, yeah. even 93, I would yeah. be down with. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the story is. I, someone either, like, look it up or chime in with the, <clears throat> yeah, or, like, Lena. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with, the, like, what's the story with California? I don't know. And, and 93. Christina Myers also wrote in, and she what's says. Up, Christina? I only ever see high octane gas in the most obscure locations. Why is a gas station in rural South Carolina that's nowhere near any kind of racetrack selling high octane gas? I don't get it. Yeah. I know, the, one, I know the place. Random. I don't know if they still do, but the place around here that sold it was like, you know, like out of like the industrial like boonies. Yeah. yeah. It'll just be like an like, oil company or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like next to a truck stop somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you do use the like high performance um high octane gas specifically if there's no ethanol in it that is really good for like generators mm. or you know ATVs or yeah. any, anything like that where you just want like performance without any like additive shit that's going to gum up a carburetor or some you know especially right. like small especially something you don't drive often and like gas just sits in it so that could have something to do with um, why they have random they're stuff. Not, they're not like downtown. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking about that the other day because I've got friends who have like very high performance cars. I was like, damn, that's such a shame. You're missing out on it. I mean, it's legitimately like a 5% power yeah. increase from doing nothing, from doing no work. What's crazy is like I, every vehicle I've owned has required 91 gas or better. And that's, mm. it was, I mean, that's all I've ever known. So when like people always complain like, oh, you pay an extra like 30 cents a gallon for gas. And I'm like, whatever. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the forerunner would run on like used oil. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could just, you could just cycle the oil back in. Uh, okay. A, a, well, I was going to continue a popular mod, at least for like for turbo cars in general now is like the E85 like flex fuel kits. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get like crazy high horsepower numbers on E85 yeah. apparently. You know, I don't know the I don't actually know a ton about that. Yeah. Um but I'm going to comment on it anyways. I think <laughs> I think with, what you authority. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the final verdict on <laughs> ethanol. I think you can get a higher octane rating using ethanol but it requires more physical fuel i, I want to say so, it's, yeah. it's something like that and so you need like way higher flow rates yeah you but it's more resistant to detonation or something like that 
Um, maybe that's what it is. Maybe people have just gone the ethanol route and like high octane unleaded fuel yeah. has fallen out of favor. At least in California, because there's a couple of pumps around here that have E85. Dang, that's what it is. I just, I'm just out of the loop on how to be cool. Uh huh. Per- AKA Thor. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's mostly turbo <laughs> yeah. cars that take advantage of it the most, I would assume, but I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe that's where you can just get. I mean, I don't think on a. Yeah, I know, I know, I know our friend John that has like a tuned Golf R gets yeah. E85 a lot. Yeah. Yeah, because in a turbo car, I mean, any of these cases you're just trying to push the limits of resisting detonation. Yeah. And so I don't there's only so much you can advance the timing on a naturally aspirated car. Uh-huh. <laughs> there's not like a unlock some extra power. Yeah, it's like you just at some point the valve's going to hit the piston or whatever. <laughs> Or the, or the spark will be like into the intake manifold. But on a turbo car, you just keep raising the boost. And as it'll just keep getting hotter. And if you can just keep resisting detonation, you can just keep making more power. So I think that's why it's so popular there. Because you essentially have everything you need to make a shit ton of power. It's just a software rewrite right. to, make it, to make it build more boost dive deeper into that high octane power <laughs> territory. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's a weird one. The Lexus LFA. Damn. Mm-hmm. Damn. Remember, um, remember the LFA? Well, the, mm-hmm. we started talking about the LFA because we were talking about the NSX that never was. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That was theoretically um, in development at the same time as the LFA. Yeah. In the like mid 2000s, basically, there was like kind of a resurgence of development on supercars, I guess. And so you had the NSX remake, which I guess it makes sense. The NSX went out of production in what, 05 or something? Yeah. Yeah. And so they started working apparently on a replacement for it in like oh seven oh eight ish. Yeah, it was like somewhere around. The, it was right around the time where the economy was essentially crumbling. Yeah. Um, and so they never, they never released it. What was yeah, that had, thing called? The they Honda. Had a, they had a concept. Oh, what year was that? Let's see. I think it was oh seven. I think it's called the HSV or something. Is that? Oh yeah, that, that's what the race version was. It was the yeah 07, There was the Acura Advanced Sports Car concept. Here's an image of that. Yeah, so like, I think that's kind of where they started, and supposedly it was going to be a V10, naturally yeah. aspirated, and then you know whatever a year and a half later, the bottom fell out of the economy. And they they end, instead of they like canceled the production car and ended up using like the shell of it yeah. for a super GT race car in Japan. Yeah, so whatever they had developed, they just kind of like ported into this car that no one basically knows about. Mm-hmm. But the car here's the here's the HSV, the super GT car. It looks. Yeah. The bones of it look dope. You can tell, yeah. like, if it had been finished, it would have been this, like, awesome fucking VTEC V10 killer, <laughs> like, yeah, amazing car, maybe, hopefully. 
but it was just this thing that never was. Um, and around that same time is when the LFA came out. So Toyota, for whatever reason, chose to continue with the LFA and Honda dropped the NSX based on us guessing (laughs) and looking at Wikipedia. And so the LFA exists, but it's like, it's not for whatever reason, it's not that popular of a car. It's not something that's like talked about a ton or lusted after really. It's like a, it's like a nerd's supercar. Yeah. And so it's the first F I think it introduced the like F kind of marquee. No, I think the ISF was before that, I think. I think they were about the same time, I think. The ISF was like 07, I want to say. Oh, yeah, you're right. It was like 08 or something. Yeah, so it's, the fir- it's essentially the first like pure. Although, I mean, they're, they're probably in development at the same time. Yeah. I would think. It was the halo of the F line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's hard, it's hard to place that car because it is a front engine. I mean, it's whatever mid-engine, but the engine's in front of the driver, which immediately just kind of, it makes the design just sort of feel, not pedestrian, but... Um, yeah, it's it's more like a Ferrari, whatever, California, than a yeah. 458. It, it, yeah, it doesn't really sit alongside like an uncompromised uh, sports car, supercar mm. design. Mm. Um, but it costs a half million dollars or something this thing was like four or five hundred grand and so it's not like toyota and lexus being like this is high value you're getting high value in our cars and then to release a four or five hundred thousand dollar car that is in some ways you know doesn't really compare to the like 250 three hundred thousand dollar ferraris that it is um supposedly competing with it's kind of a weird. It's just a weird sell, and nine, I don't th- nine nine thousand RPM V10. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't think they 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 probably struggled to sell all of them. I think there's probably still some unsold ones that are just mm-hmm. like sitting in showroom floors, kind of thing. Um, so it's just it's a weird car. It, it was it was well received, but not. It's I don't think it's really like sitting on anyone's wall, poster wise. And it's not that fast. Like, it's fast, but it's not like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's as fast as like a C8 Corvette. Yeah. It's like, it's not, it's not shocking why it didn't have the splash that it maybe could deserve. You could argue it deserves. But we, the more you talk about it, like if you're into cars, it's like that car is amazing. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. It's dope. It's like, it's such a like sleeper. It ticks all the boxes. It ticks all the boxes. They went to insane lengths to make this thing. I mean, I think it, I think they repurposed a factory. I want to say to make this. Um, there's a ton of carbon work which they had never done before. It's a bespoke V10 engine, which sounds nuts. Yeah. And it's literally one of the best sounding. Five hundred and fifty horsepower. Yeah, so yeah. 500. I mean, it's it's exotic and it's made by Toyota. It's, it's in, Apparently, the transmission's in the back. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a transverse kind of rear. It's, like it's basically a, it's basically a vet. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so this car is just is awesome. There's only 500 of them in the world. It's cr- it's crazy rare, 
but they, for whatever reason, they are not very popular among people who have that kind of money. The like elite. Yeah, they don't. They don't really do much street cred wise for that group. But this, it, they feel to me, it has all the ingredients to become something that is later very valuable. Yeah, because I think the group of people who are crazy about them don't necessarily have the money for them yet and they're not going to make a fucking 550 horsepower and a v10 again anytime soon there's nothing like that coming Uh, but i i foresee those becoming something where um if you own one it just exudes kind of enthusiast cred yeah um, to people who know so i don't know i can see that thing 20 years and beyond just being pick the, it up pick it up folks yeah, yeah. yeah. so folks <laughs> on that note chris coin wrote in from patreon and Sup, he says chris? might chris. pick up a lexus lfa when they bottom out yeah he's like, <laughs> I, I too. yeah he was like i I'm wonder if that project to, from to like 460k yeah 475k he continues he says i wonder if that project was successful in lexus's mind they did make an incredible car and got a lot of marketing, but it doesn't seem to be iconic like a Ferrari F4 or a McLaren F1 or something like that. Maybe the body just wasn't immediately recognizable enough or because it was front engine and didn't seem as special. Yeah, I think this one's just a slow build. Yeah. I, I don't think it has come and gone. Well, it's kind of like the Toyota 2000 GT that yeah. like they made in the 60s, Yeah, which was like, Sort of cool at the time, but like it didn't blow up until like quite a bit later. Yeah, it was kind of competing with Ferraris. You know, it's like in that same vein. Yeah, this has all the all the markings of something that's gonna blow up. I the thing is about these, and I think this is why Honda canceled the NSX, is that companies lose for every one of these things they sell, they lose so much money. Because they artificially limit the, well, in this case, they didn't, but they, they, <laughs> they limit it to so few cars. And so even at half a million dollars, they only sold, what did I say, 500? Yeah, yeah. I think they built 500. I don't know. I think, they, weren't they losing money at that price too? Like they weren't even getting a profit. Well, that's what I mean. They, what do you think the development of this thing costs? It has yeah. to be minimum. I mean, it's got to be in the billions to make a brand new motor. To, to retool a factory to make a car out of carbon fiber you know the workforce they had to be using like their most elite workforce on this they're Japanese they're not gonna fuck <laughs> around with this thing like are you kidding they probably only picked people who had been working there for like 50 years yeah, it's, it's not like they're like oh let's, let's find a motor from the tundra <laughs> yeah <laughs> like they must have gone nuts on this thing I wouldn't be shocked if it was I would be actually surprised if it was less than $2 billion to develop this car. And they sold it for half a million dollars and they sold 500 of them. So every one of these things they sell, they're just bleeding money. The project is a loss. It's a huge loss. And so they do it because the marketing, you know, you, you make it up in other ways. It gives the brand a bunch of, you know, a boost in the image and whatever. And they had that. They had that commercial where it like shatters a like champagne yeah. glass. Yeah, that commercial. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was dope. But it's like these cars aren't made for profit. 
they're made for other reasons. And so when you're staring down the barrel of a recession, you know, it's like, that's, that's pretty rough. That's a pretty rough, uh, sell, but yeah, hats off to them for still doing yeah, it. We were actually talking about like, well, I guess we still don't know like how long the like economic downturn from this virus shit is going to last. Mm. But like, we were like hoping that like this doesn't kill off any cool cars that are currently, mm-hmm. you know, like the, like the second gen of the, you know, Toyota eight, six, Mm-hmm. Which like they're supposedly working on because like yeah I don't know if we could really yeah. if we want to go you know develop a sports car right now yeah this car that I, I, sells I, like fifteen hundred units a month or something yeah yeah that's what I'm kind of worried about but hopefully I say hopefully this will be a short term thing but yeah they like cancel the C8 <laughs> seriously yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they they produce like two thousand of them and they just stop Corvettes are not made anymore yeah they just they just pull it back. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Every every LFA I've seen in person, they are they are really something special. It does not you would if you didn't know about cars, you would not believe it's half a million dollars. It it yep. doesn't really have that feel to it. Weren't you guys joking that like probably and like ordinary people that see an LFA think it's just an SC five hundred? Yeah, it has some very SC five hundred vibes. Right. But like this they would pro- they would think that those two cars were like in the same class and not completely yeah. different tiers. Yeah. This yeah. to answer who was it who was asking what's the most expensive? Oh yeah, the, that was like oh, uh, yeah. an episode or two ago. What's yeah. the cheapest looking expensive car? It's probably this one. Well, I don't know, nine eighteen still up there. But <laughs> yeah, you see an LFA in person. If you know what you're looking at, you're like, okay, this, this shit, thing's man. yeah, this thing's clearly special. But the it's got the proportions of just kind of a normal car, I guess, because the engine's in the front. But yeah. I'm a big fan. I think we all are. Yeah. Um, this, it's really something special. It's just, it's going to be a slow build. It would be sure. sweet if like, you know, those like tracks in Vegas and stuff where you can rent, you know, Ferraris and Porsches, Porsches to drive around yeah. like the, mm-hmm. that'd be so sweet if they had an LFA to offer. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not going to happen, but yeah, I think so. I, also suspect it's not even that incredible to drive <laughs> <laughs> but just to hear the motor would be like, yeah yeah the sound just, of yeah. that thing yeah. is the sound of that thing is like um nothing else uh, it's so cool they put a v10 in it um yeah i you know honestly i i wouldn't be shocked if honda lost money on the original nsx I actually wouldn't be surprised if that whole program never made a profit. They sold that thing for a while, but they really didn't sell that many of them. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if you can look. I don't know if they like have numbers for all that stuff where you can actually find out. But I mean, you can find. All you have to do is look up like production numbers, right, and divide it by and multiply it by sales uh, price which is like yeah. 70 grand in that case and uh, then you have to ask yourself okay could they you know yeah. could they have built <laughs> for the 300 million dollars in revenue they this thing generated could they have designed and built this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> aluminum <laughs> and sourced the product yeah, it's the like materials space age car i was like i don't i don't know i uh i kind of doubt it maybe that's why they kept building that thing for so long i think because it's yeah. like th- there might be a certain point where they're yeah, just or it's, or it's like the opposite is you make the most money off something like the mustang 
right? Where where you can have like super expensive versions and super cheap versions all based on the same like bones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're paying for one with the other. Yeah. Anyways, LFA right. hot, hot shit. <laughs> maybe we should just <laughs> maybe, we should, maybe we should crowdsource one uh-huh. and just have uh-huh. it in a, <laughs> have it in storage. It'll just be like a mm-hmm. millennial investment <laughs> fund. <laughs> yeah. Buy one share of an LFA. <laughs> okay. Um, where did this commercial come from? Moving uh, I, on. I, I, I just saw it on Instagram. I think this was a while. Like it just like popped up. Like some yeah. guy like reposted it. And I was like, holy shit, this is fucking sweet. All right. So here is a Ford van commercial from what? Eighties? No. Uh, no. This, this is, is like, like I think it's nineteen. I think it's nineteen seventy-six. Seventy-six golden age we're just gonna play it first um so you can take it in before we dissect it hey remember this it's a 61 ford econoline the original modern day van and here's a new original the 76 econoline it's changing van history again check it out it's the only van with a strong separate frame and they move the engine forward 18 inches for more freedom to move around than in any other van and no matter how you trick up your ford there's lots of room for bags and boats and beauties. Us? No, these beauties. See the new Econline at your California Ford dealer. <laughs> Fuck, these are sweet. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Volume one. <laughs> yeah, this this just reminded me that like vans were a thing. Yeah, the whole van culture was like a huge. Yeah. For, for some of us, they still are. <laughs> <laughs> for, yeah. some, for some, they still the embers. Yeah, the passion never died. Yeah, uh-huh. are still smoldering. They've been peed on by society, <laughs> but some <laughs> some. Uh, some strong, brave individuals are still banning. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> ultimate hipster. So long before there was like, like camper shells on your pickup truck, mm-hmm. which I yeah. think is like the new version of this vanning, which uh, which was what I guess in the sixties is that when that started? Uh, I think, like I think it's yeah, mostly seventies. It was like when it started getting like cool. I mean, yeah, they made vans before that, but. I mean, it's basically the original, like... A, a van as a lifestyle piece. Yeah, like, just like it's part years. of your... Yeah. I mean, they're dope. They're just like, here's my, like, mobile... Uh-huh. <laughs> it's I mean, apartment. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think the I think the unspoken reality of those is like, here's my mobile, like, drug and sex room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what else are you putting? Shag carpet. <laughs> Dirt bikes. Like, yeah, and, like cheetah seat covers <laughs> and stuff black lights you know. yeah yeah black lights and like stereo and stuff it's not there's nothing <laughs> wholesome <laughs> wet bar yeah. <laughs> yeah nothing 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 no van in the 60s was ever purchased for wholesome reasons uh-huh. that was just the thin veil of like oh we're gonna be like camping yeah like if you, if you need to if you need to haul your family you would just buy a station wagon yeah it's a like, van was more for a bachelor yeah they were like it well you could have any sort of adventure <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily just unprotected sex and illicit drug use in a in the parking lot of a of a Burger King. It's like <laughs> it could be for any number of things. It was like no, it was just. It I also think it's funny that this is like space. this isn't even like 
a custom van. Like this is just a Ford commercial, just like showing how cool their van can be. Yeah, the yeah. Right this hands. is like this is like an like, official. It's a blank slate mm-hmm. for all the adventures you uh-huh. could maybe possibly have, <laughs> up to and including things that <laughs> unspeakable acts. <laughs> Anyways, um. Commercials. These beauty. Yeah, these <laughs> beauties. Yeah, beauties. No, just, these beauties. It brings me back to a time that I was not alive for, <laughs> and it was probably not that fun to live through in a lot of ways. But all the best parts have been encapsulated in that commercial. Yeah, I like how he's like, it's got room for all your activities, like. Sleeping bag and a boat. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure that's what that was used. Mm-hmm. You want to come back to my van? <laughs> Anyways, okay. So apparently there are actually two commercials. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't realize. So why don't we just sample the second one? <laughs> if you thought the first one was good, mm-hmm. <laughs> let's watch it's, them. It's... Let's watch them lean even harder to the into the vanning fantasy. All right, here it is. This is Merton Grundy. He was only small change at the bank, but recently he started to change his image. He got the newest design in vans, a Ford Econoline, which he did his own thing with. A wild and woolly paint job, and he customized Ford's spacious front room especially for his special friends. Get a Ford and do your own thing. At your local Ford dealer, he has what California drives. Jesus. Can we just bring up some still frames of this van? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I, think we, I think we found the thumbnail for this video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Super pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I like how in real this fucking square until he <laughs> can't do his bit. Yeah, this guy was dorky as hell. Until you small he change at the bank, bro. Ford van shown with possible customizing ideas. Uh-huh. Like small. the disclaimer, it does not come like this. Mm-hmm. You have to do that yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you have to ruin it. You have to ruin it yourself. It has double fucking teardrop back windows. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like that like weird spoiler thing too. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like a legitimate like early like bat scorcher like God, fucking interior though. Spoiler. I know. Yeah, that, full shag carpet interior. Is that is that a TV? Is that- is that a TV set? Yeah, here's let's, let's look. Let's take a closer look at that interior. It's like, is that like a ham radio? <laughs> I think it's a TV. Is it a TV? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what the th- I don't know what that like thing hanging above it is. That like a chandelier? <laughs> I mean, the it, if they hadn't given him just miraculously this attractive. They don't really explain who she is. Yeah. So she, <laughs> yeah. she just immediately willingly wants to get into his van. So Flamed out. Yeah. She's 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 some she's somewhat on board for whatever reason, whether she is financially incentivized <laughs> by him or it is because of her true feelings. But if they had not included this woman, this commercial would just be creepy as fuck. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> like, if it's just him turning around. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we, yeah, if you're listening audio only, we didn't really describe it. 
they're like, yeah, he's like, he's got all this room in his van. And it's like, this thing is other than the radio or piece of electronics, which we can't figure out this entire van is shag. Yes. (laughs) It has like a bench, like 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 two benches. Sink maybe. Yeah. Floor, floor to ceiling is carpet. (laughs) All surfaces, (laughs) all surfaces are carpet. And so it's just like, this is just a drug dungeon. This mm-hmm. is just like an opium den. It's feels. But if they hadn't, I feel like if they hadn't given him that female. And he, and he, really, he really does have like an early fucking like aluminum <laughs> fucking wing on the top. Yeah. You yep. see that thing? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, I think that these probably fell out of favor because the reality of okay, every dude who's got a van is at some point going to try to lure you into the van. It's inevitable. Like, you don't own a customized van unless you try to get people to come back to the van with you. Yeah. And so that probably killed vanning. Because mm-hmm. people yeah. are just like, <laughs> like, you can't just like that he comes van. out. He comes out in his suit and then like gets in and like comes out like Superman. Yeah. Fucking like <laughs> colored like party shirt. Yeah, he's ready to party. It could be any number of party activities. <laughs> Certainly not just unprotected sex and illicit drugs. Any number of things in his shag covered all surface. <laughs> just a van of activities <laughs> I'm guessing that's what killed it is that you're mm-hmm. just like you're pretty quickly you're like oh he's someone who does any number of things so like oh you have a van like alright oh shocker you want to go have drinks in your van <laughs> watch the sunset you want to watch the yeah well, it takes us back to a time before owning a van with full shag treatment was not creepy for that decade window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't really said something about it. <laughs> going places. Yeah, pretty badass. Anyways, <laughs> pick one up. <laughs> pick one up. Let's, yeah. throw the, let's throw the links to those commercials in the, in the description. <laughs> yeah, you do not want to miss this commercial, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyways. So moving on to Patreon questions, we only have one submitted question this week, and it's from Ganoch. If you uh, if you remember, this is Ganesh. the guy Ganesh. Yeah, he was the guy stuck in the hotel room a couple weeks back. Because hopefully he got out. Yeah. Hopefully he's <laughs> in a better spot now. But uh, suck Ganesh. So yeah. he's he says, "What's up with all the cars that are specific to the UK market, like the old Ford Escorts and Cortinas and stuff?" British seem to have a coldish love for them, but to me, they look weak as hell. They're like, oh, that's the special edition Mark II Escort with 70 horsepower instead of 68. <laughs> Cheeky little bugger here, mate. Dave had one. It's bonkers fast. <laughs> I like, wonder dude, if he meant to do the accent. Like, I, I, I oh, I'm sure. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm reading it how, he inter- how I interpret it. This is word for word. Yeah. But yeah, we I think we've touched on this in the past. Properly meant. Properly oh. meant. Oh. Well, see, hot hat. I mean, I agree with him in some ways. He's definitely 
we definitely share that view about the like Renault Twingo, yeah, like sport, <laughs> the Clio you know? sport or something, yeah, yeah. When it's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> mental, but some kid. Oh, this is a <laughs> this is a proper. <laughs> Some of them. Best bloke go down the B road. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is just this is just two shepherd's pies short of a <laughs> short of a Boxing Day. <laughs> I don't even. I should do some research. Yeah, about actual <laughs> actual <Man>. British slang. <laughs> yeah, it's like a good Victoria crumb cake <laughs> and a strong <laughs> cup of. <laughs> breakfast like tea honey on top of your Weetabix <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like this is like a crisp like a brand new bag of Weetabix <laughs> and uh, and a coal miners breakfast <laughs> classic <laughs> can of beans <laughs> with, a, the queen. With, with some haggis <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> or whatever I don't even know what they eat it's a, it's a baked some beans. Chips with that. It's baked beans shoved into a goat Hot set of crisps. Or something. It's on the S two sausage, but instead of traditional sausage fillings, it's it's pure goat anus. It's 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 only the heart of the cow. We just eat pure. It's just the blood. We let the blood sit out in the sun, and then we, we spread it on some Weetabix. Yeah. Oh, it's just. Oh fuck. Anyways, well, anyway. some some of their cars mm-hmm. are decent. <laughs> but most most of them are pretty lackluster. Most of them, I agree with him. But some of them, specifically the uh, he mentioned the escort, and I don't know a ton about the the he's talking. About, I think well, I don't know if he means to talk about it. But the Ford Escort, what Cosworth is that like the cool no, one? No, he's talking about the like seventies one. Oh, is he the, like, the one the one that came before that? Yeah, Mark II is like. Kind of like squarish looking. Oh, then maybe that is what I'm talking. What I'm thinking of. Uh, okay. Anyways, some of them are cool. I think they're legitimately they're as cool as like uh, um something that's like '90s Honda here, mm-hmm. where like it's not that cool, but it's, like it's yeah. Like by today's standards, you probably wouldn't be able to impress anyone unless you specifically pointed out why it's such a big deal. And, you know, it is a cool car, but um, it, it's like with an asterisk yeah. and it comes with like, <laughs> you got to like give a PowerPoint presentation about why it's cool, <laughs> but it is mm-hmm. cool. Once you understand it is, it is cool. So they seem to have some stuff like that, but yeah, I, I certainly agree with him that, they're more often than not when they try to talk about how cool something was, even the con- even given the context, it's still pretty lame, and it's just like not worth celebrating. But they still do. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, a lot of it has to do with like I I feel like the the setting can also affect a car a lot. Like that car is like like I picture those being cool on like some quaint little road. 
yeah but not like fucking like interstate like <laughs> like fucking like right, yeah, right, yeah. peter belts and stuff like blowing by you <laughs> <laughs> yeah so fair enough um we agree <laughs> they are a lot of them are weak there's probably like i feel safe saying there's probably at least three that aren't bad <laughs> and then like, you know, a handful, handful of other ones that certainly are so yeah agreed agreed there um okay so i wanted to end we we i think we've run out of fast food topics but no, i don't know well, i don't know we, we had a pretty colorful conversation about five guys didn't we talk about that before five guys versus in and out i feel like that's come up Did previously we? yeah and i think because Andy, I feel Andy, like Andy. I feel like there were comments and people were like, "No, Five Guys is way better." That one's been <sighs> beat. That one's been. That horse. I would just say, I would like, say, in my opinion, now is given the circumstances of you cannot go in like In and Out is drive through only. I think yeah. I prefer Five Guys now because Garrett and I have both driven by In and Out, and the drive through line is like fifty to sixty cars deep. Yeah. It's like okay. Sp- here's spilling out into the freaking like major street. Like it's spilling well, out of the parking lot into the road. It's like blocking traffic. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, the the virus has has changed some things for uh-huh. fast food. Yeah. So that part is fair enough. And so, uh, like, can I also just well, uh, go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say, so it's fifty to sixty cars deep. Like, just let's just say that it's moving at one car per minute, which is pretty fast, even for in and out. That's like you're still sitting in the drive-thru line for an hour, like up to an hour to get your goddamn food. I wonder if it mm-hmm. is a car a minute. In and, and out's like, pretty fast, man. I wouldn't be surprised. It might be like 40 if, seconds, maybe. You think so? Either it, way, it, you're, you're waiting a big it's chunk a of while. time to get a fucking yeah. burger and some mm-hmm. terrible fries, in my opinion. I know you like them, but... <laughs> Love their fries. I know, but so, like, whereas <laughs> Five Guys, on the other hand, you can, they have an online ordering feature, and you, they do curbside pickup. You can go through the drive through or you can even, like, walk inside and order at the counter, or you can do curbside pickup. And so, literally, I was from my couch, I ordered it on my phone, drove to In-N-Out, and eight minutes later, I, I have the burger in my goddamn hand, and it... Drove to Five Guys? You five mean? Guys, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I... Is that just because they're less popular, though? Are they just less... And they're, like, and they're, I think, and they're I think, like twice as expensive. Yeah, I mean, In-N-Out is like the... What's the the Dutch Bros? You know, it's like Starbucks compared to Dutch Bros. Like, anytime you go to Dutch Bros, the drive through line's fucking... Crazy. You know, quick, yeah, 10 to 20 cars deep. But you can walk into pretty much any Starbucks and, you know, order your coffee and get it in five minutes, so... Mm-hmm. Well, I will probably not go to either... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah mostly just because i'm afraid of getting the virus in the drive-through line yes mm-hmm. in my gotta, in my car it's why you need to wear mask your mask on. yeah okay what i wanted to end on this is a very obscure thing but i think people will agree with me something that really bothers me is just this like general um phrase that or like mindset that certain found people on the internet. <laughs> it's on the internet sure um i think it happens in real life too and it takes a certain type of person where they will the the phrase that will tip you off is when they say like you name it and i've done it <laughs> or, and, and then they'll like they'll talk about things they've done and it's like it's only like 
three things maybe, <laughs> you know, and like those, their examples are all kind of related. Like you name it, I've done it. I've, I've done plumbing, electrical work, <laughs> put out, put out fires related to electrical work. You know, it's like, you name it, I've done it. And like, here did it. And they'll like, they'll back up their argument with that. It's like, I'm a knowledgeable guy. But they'll open it with like, you name it, I've done it. It's like, no, you, how can you have done anything? No, you haven't. (laughs) The other place this shows up was when people say like, you name it, I've owned it. Like with cars. (laughs) And they're like, I've owned them all. (laughs) Mustangs. Corvette. (laughs) Yeah, Firebirds. Vet. C4. (laughs) That's it. <laughs> That's like, about it. Yep. It was like a Jetta. It was like the stud. You name it. That's this loose grouping of of three to seven thousand dollar cars <laughs> that you've gone through in like the last five or ten years. So I don't know why that has always just bothered me. Whenever somebody like borders on that, like I've already. I've done it. You're not going to teach me a new. Uh-huh. I, I kind of feel like any, like no matter what they're talking about, like that always kind of like puts me off when anyone's like, just there, yeah. There's people that have that certain personality where it's like, oh yeah, I've done it all. Like I'm yeah, already I'm, like like I'm, I have a lot of life experience and like yeah. yeah, I can tell you a thing or two. Yeah, no matter what your age or when they're like going out of their way uh-huh. to like present that to you. Like there's yeah. probably something. Well, there. here's the thing. First of all, you need to tone down the re- disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> Because while you're sitting behind your keyboard, (laughs) I've done it all. (laughs) I've done, I've done landscaping, (laughs) auto repair, (laughs) you name it. (laughs) I've I've gone fishing. (laughs) It's just like. I did one year in the Army Reserve. (laughs) Yeah. Volunteer police officer. I was a. Volunteer firefighter. Like, all right. <laughs> Those are all the professions. Yeah. You've done them all. So yeah, I, I, I used to work with a guy and he, he just kind of came off as like the big know-it-all in the kind of the same situation where like I would be having a conversation with somebody completely different, but he's like eavesdropping on the conversation. And so depending on, no matter what topic we're talking about, he always just comes in and, and just like has a story about that same talk. It, he just like interjects and he's just like, oh yeah. yeah I'm going to get in on this and tell He's you about like my life situation. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> These like, gentlemen dude. can't wait to hear my life experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh no. Here comes Reginald. Uh-huh. <laughs> Are you guys talking about drywall? <laughs> oh, fuck. Because <laughs> you know I've done drywall before. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Okay. (laughs) Well, there it is, folks. Uh You name it. We've talked about it on this podcast. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Episode 64. What can we say? You know, it's all, it's all available to us. Okay. So, um, as you can see, the bar for what we're willing to talk about is pretty low on here. (laughs) We will talk about anything. (laughs) Yeah. So if you want to, if you want to throw your two cents in here for what a worthy topic is, go ahead and jump on our Patreon. Um, we are accepting comments for the future podcasts as well as any number of other things that we do 
behind closed doors on Patreon. It's a good old time. Um, thank you for all of you who are patrons. Thanks for all of you who are enjoying this podcast. Um, hope you guys are staying somewhat safe mm-hmm. and wearing yeah. your masks <laughs> or not. <you> know. <laughs> maybe, maybe you're living life on the end. Yeah. Sometimes maybe, you maybe you're going for a bike ride without wearing a mask. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I hope you're getting what you want. Uh, out of this life. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed and we will probably be back in another two weeks. I think we're going to try to keep this pace up to keep you entertained. So, Um, Thank you guys for being here, and we will see you next time. See ya. Bye-bye.